Welcome everyone to the Daily Crypto News show of December 14th. First of all, I would like to apologize for the lack of episodes the past weeks and the lack of other content on the channel. It's due to the fact that we, I had, let's say, some IT and microphone issues, but I am back, I have time, and we're going to publish a bunch of new stuff coming up. So let's get to the daily crypto news of the day, of today, a bit late, I must confess. So first of all, we're going to talk about the five things you have to watch for the coming week. Five things to watch about Bitcoin and crypto in general. Really interesting article on Cointelegraph. Then I'm going to talk about uh, Jim Cramer. Jim Cramer is the star host of CNBC. CNBC is probably the most famous um, financial channel for uh, in the US and worldwide. It's followed by any uh, financial advisor or financial professional. So we're going to talk about the fact that he basically... Apparently, with what he's saying, he bought Bitcoin on the deep. And let's rem remember that uh, Jim Cramer was actually somebody that really, really hated Bitcoin back then, let's say four years ago. He called it some kind of rallies that will fade. And now he's, he's on board with us, guys. It also follows his appearance on uh, Anthony Pompliano's um, show in September, where he actually said that he will not be uh, against uh, putting 1% of his assets on Bitcoin. So you see all these professionals really, really changing their mind. Uh, Digital Yuan won't threaten the d US dollars. This is what the former governor of the Chinese uh, central bank said. But you know what? If he says it to try to calm down US and European, let's say, central banks, I can bet it's actually because they're actually trying to get some of the USD power away from the US. So beware, Americans, Chinese are coming for you. Uh, and finally, we're going to talk about a crypto long and short um, publication on Coindesk. Really interesting one with data points. So, uh, so this is going to be great. So let's get to it, guys. So at the moment, the crypto market cap is at $570 billion. Bitcoin is solidly north of 19K. We have Ethereum back at $583. So we, we've seen quite a, a bounce over the past few hours. Uh, but on the week, we are still down uh, a few percentage points and some more percentage points for, let's say, Ripple, for example, following the um, Spark airdrop. So first of all, I was going to talk about the vaccine. Vaccine is on its way. First, first nurses and uh, medical professionals have been vaccinated in the US and Canada. So this is really relieving the stock market. Uh, we have also a decision on the stimulus that passed, but actually no checks for uh, normal people, normies. <laughs> it's mostly uh, money to boost the economy and some specific uh, sectors that have been hit really hard. And this is what we want to look at. This is really important. It's been what's driving Bitcoin up. It's the USD currency index. It just shows the pressure, basically the purchasing power of uh, USD. And it's been trending down for a long time now. So since December, we can see the really uh, kind of really big drop in this uh, USD currency index that's supposed to be stable. And some people are, are saying it might trend up. And let's see what will happen to Bitcoin if USD and people are more confident in the future of, let's say, the US economy, US debt and all this kind of thing. We have also a technical analysis. I'm not technical analysis, but of course, I look at it. 
uh, we've had the drop uh, to 18k and then we bounce back to 19.4k and uh, we following the big news of vaccine and all this kind of thing we had another CME gap uh, so most uh, analysts just say that this kind of gap must be close. So the gap was from 18 to 19k basically during the weekend and it adds up to the other one which is uh, which hasn't been completely closed around 17k USD. So some people are just betting that if Bitcoin really want to explode up, it has to close them. You, This is what technical analysts say. I have no idea and I'm not giving financial advice anyway. So this is also another thing is institutional interest. Of course, we had all the mass mutual and micro strategy bond and all this kind of thing. But what's interesting is the war corner, what they call is uh, the number of uh, wallets with one BTC inside. And so we reach back whole time high. This little dip is uh, probably following the uh, 19K uh, <laughs> bull market. Let's say some people sold. But overall, we have really a lot of uh, order of one Bitcoin. And what's really more interesting on this graph is that as the price went up, actually on the red, you see the reserve of Bitcoin on exchanges just kept going down, which means that people buying Bitcoin right now, they're putting the, this in cold storage. So this is actually really holding, as we call it. It's really safe. And usually when you do that, you don't trade it day to day you just keep it for a while and just hope that in three years you'll wake up and it will be worth 100k so all of these elements some are bullish some are a bit bearish in the short term in the long term they're all bullish of course because bitcoin is going up so jim kramer just changed his mind and apparently he bought some bitcoin around 18k on the deep but what's more important is as you've probably followed other uh, podcasters or this other uh, influential people this is just this rally has been the respectability rally. We've seen institutions, we've seen banks, we've seen central banks, we've seen Jim Cramer, the, basically the most famous uh, financial advisor on TV, just talking and buying Bitcoin and not dismissing it as a scam or a Ponzi. So this is really just the beginning and just makes me really, really confident. Then we have a geopolitical issues, let's say from a PBOC government said digital yuan won't threaten US dollar. Well, well, well. Basically, it's just saying that uh, China does not develop this kind of digital currency to be able to uh, compete with the US. It's a domination in terms of international exchange. Well, when you read the entire article, it's just saying, no, no, we're just doing small things in China. It's for accountability, basically, to do mass surveillance on our uh population and then at the end they said yes we will open it for cross payment later we will maybe also use it for international trade on agreement so basically you're trying to make your money uh an international money so yes you will be competing with usd or with euro which is normal because china is gaining let's say a, a big bigger geopolitical power and therefore of course they should also uh, try to get their share, the piece of the cake. So we should see it coming up because I believe, uh, just to come back on China, this could be really bullish for all digital currencies as European, but mostly US, cannot afford to fall behind this kind of new currency. We all know the power of dollar and how it helped the US to maintain, let's say, control over the world. And if they were to lose it to China, this would be a huge hedge for whoever becomes the 
let's say dominant uh, currency well i surely hope it's going to be bitcoin or, or another cryptocurrency but let's see and finally in something you should watch i always put the link in the um, notes of the show but this article crypto long and short basically sums up all the thesis in the market or the recent news with links it's really something to watch on coindesk so shout out to noel Atchison, I hope I uh, said your name right. So what they're just saying is that we're having some gold outflows the past months. Uh, we had $4.4 billion out of the SP SPDR gold shares. But at the same time, we've had $1.1 billion coming in GBTC, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. So we're not so, so in such the same trend. Of course, gold market is way bigger than Bitcoin at the moment. So this might just be something for the month being and not a trend, but this is quite positive if you ask me. There are also a lot of institutions investing in the uh, gray uh, GBTC, even if it has a premium to the asset they hold. And something more interesting to me is that uh, financial advisor Devere just asked 700 of its millennial clients, so people with a financial advisor are usually wealthy, if they would prefer to invest in Bitcoin or hold Bitcoin or gold and two-thirds said bitcoins i do believe bitcoin is a generational shift uh, it replaced some attributes of gold but it's just better and that millennials and all the younger population coming in age to save money will probably use this tool and not gold and what they're also saying is that the young people are actually really really interested in saving up already for uh, later and as soon as they reach some kind of threshold they plan not to continue working so for actually millennials it's really important to develop financial wealth and financial well-being for the future it might be something that was not so common at the time of let's say uh, previous generation when you just leave and pff, you see for retirement you have time the state will take care of you millennials understood that if you want a good retirement if you want a good life after your 50s 60s 70s 80s you have to save money and what can you save money uh, against uh, and why can you save it to not be a victim of inflation well bitcoin seems surely like a really really good thing so just as a reminder here to the Bitcoin is up 151%, S&P 13%, and gold is up 20%. So this is a win for Bitcoin at least this year. So this is all for today. Uh, I'll just see you guys tomorrow. I'll publish the video way, way earlier, and I hope you like it. Please subscribe to all the channels, so YouTube, Library. Um, I also am on Spotify and many other podcast platforms. So please subscribe, tell your friends, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.